be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaSports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Please accept the revolution's apologies. If today's broadcast is in any way less than satisfactory or perhaps leaves something or a lot to be desired, this truly wasn't our original intent. We just got sidetracked with dove hunting and totally spaced coming to work. So again, sorry peeps. Now, let's get to the show. Oh look, there's a shiny object. Welcome, welcome to the revolution with Jim and Trav, where they're changing the way you look at the outdoors. The studio lines are now open at 785-846-7647. Hey, Trav, falls in the air, and that means one thing, man, it's waterfall season. Yeah, I, well, Not almost. Technically, well, here's the deal, though. What? Um, In some parts of the country, early teal season has already opened up. Yeah, like Louisiana and Canada. Let's not talk about them. (laughs) No. Bad people there. Jim shot. No. There's not bad people there. There's only misinformed people there. (laughs) No, that's not true either. Hey, we're going to take phone calls from guys like Wade Bourneman. He's a pro's pro. And he's online right now. Sup, Wade? How's it going, buddy? Hey, Trav. How you doing? Hey, good, man. Always great to talk to you, Wade. Same same here. Hey, plus we're going to take a phone call from old Kelly Hadle with Hadle Game Calls. Nick Rhodes with Wildlife Properties. Winchester's Brad Craner, he's going to tell us about Blindside. Yeah, Blindside. Good stuff. Hey, Scott Carlson with Carlson Choke Tubes and music legend and probably big duck hunter Lee Greenwood and many more. Hey, you know what, Jim? What? Many thanks to Ram Trucks. They're not just trucks. They're Ram Trucks. And RamTrucks.com for a hook us up with some cash, some dinero, some greenbacks. Yeah, and we drove a really nice Ram Outdoorsman the other day. Yeah, hear that sound effect? Yes. That's a cash register, buddy. But um, Exactly. Now, our first caller, okay, he is like an authority in the waterfowling world. He has his ducks in a row. And his name is synonymous with whacking ducks. It's like whacker stacker born. It's way born. Way born, man. Welcome to the revolution. Thanks for uh, stopping by. <laughs> hey, guys. How you doing? I, I appreciate all those good words. You've been <laughs> reading my press report. <laughs> well, you, you, you know, Wade, it's kind of like a ritual in my house. As waterfowl season approaches, we always bust out some old articles, get online. I sit around at night instead of reading my kids' uh, story time books. He whittles uh, this uh, decoys. Is, this is no joke, though, Wade. We actually sit around and we read your articles at night. And well, bless um, your heart. I appreciate it. No, nobody sleeps at all. We have nightmares. But uh, no, actually, during this last ad break, we were just talking about um, a great article, great read uh, I just read last night that you wrote. It's called uh, Season Kickoff Teal Time. And this is so apropos because you're actually taking off today to do some teal hunting, aren't you? I am leaving, uh, Trav, in about uh, two hours to head to Louisiana. Tomorrow oh. is opening day of teal hunting in, along the coast. Oh. And I have got the truck packed and... Uh, I'm going to be driving. I'm going to be getting in late, but we're going to be out early in the marsh, and uh, I'm hearing awfully good reports. You know, we had a real strong cold frontal passage to move through the middle part of the country last week. Yeah. Uh, Dropped temperatures and good north wind, and uh, boy, it has moved 
hundreds of thousands or I guess millions of blue wing teal down the flyway and I'm I am hyped, I'm ready, I've got a new shotgun. Ooh. Uh, I got a good attitude and I'm going <laughs> to Louisiana to shoot and catch some fish and eat some good food and I'm That's right. shortly. But I have found though, Wade, um I think it is the most greatly overlooked bird out there to harvest. Everybody just seems to pass it by, really. And like you're yeah, saying, you're in the mid part of the country, I don't know why. Yeah, everybody's like, ah, whatever, teal season. But it is a oh. great way to kick off the waterfowl oh, season. It's wonderful, you know. Yes. And, and like you say, there, uh, it is a resource that is greatly underutilized. Yep. Uh, you find your diehards out there. You know, you're real down in the trenches. Duck hunters are going to be out there hunting teal when their season comes in, but. The, the more casual waterfowl hunters sort of overlook this, and uh, and especially after opening day. You know, you may have a few people on a lake the first day, but then they're gone, and if you get a little front, any little ripple of air that comes from the north during the teal season will bring fresh birds. Uh, I remember a time down on Barkley Lake. I live in, uh, in north-central Tennessee, and I hunt on yeah. Barkley and Kentucky Lake sometimes. We were on the lake during teal season, no action. And all of a sudden, we started noticing these little, what I call, mackerel chip clouds moving in from the north, which was a, yeah. a, a frontal indicator. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, here's a big flight of teal. Boom. We shoot into them. You know, we, we knock down three or four hunting with two other friends. Uh, go out to pick them up. We look up. Here comes another bunch. That was the most graphic demonstration of a major migration of teal, and it was almost unnoticeable. The, the wind just barely shifted a little bit. And those birds were on that front, and man, I mean, we we got our limits of four apiece, and then we just sat there and watched them land in the decoys for a couple of hours, and it was remarkable. Yeah. Now the thing is, uh, do you have to use a lot of decoys when you're when you're setting up for a teal hunt, or are they pretty easily decoyed? Jim, I, I find them to be easily decoyed. You know, location is more important than anything else. Find okay. out where the teal are working. Uh, little grass vegetation. They like to work areas that are shallow muddy pond they like to have bare ground around shallow water uh and and you you have to scout but if you can find where they're working i don't use many decoys but i have found that a spinning wing decoy really really is effective on blue wing teal so i'll put out maybe uh one or two wing spinners and a, a dozen floaters and just get ready because that's that's going to be enough yeah now um obviously still really early in the season it's just getting kicked off so um are they still in their uh non-breeding plumage correct that's yeah. correct it's difficult to tell the males i mean they're all uh, in a in a sort of a model plumage uh they don't the males don't have that distinctive white crescent around their eyes that they'll have later on when they start breeding. Now, you mentioned earlier that you've got a new shotgun this year. What shotgun are you shooting? It's a new Winchester uh, SP something or other. I don't know <laughs> the, the nomenclature, but it's I'm gonna, It's a 20-gauge. Oh. I am uh, loading up with some good old Winchester number fours, and I'm going to uh, use a little less shotgun. You know, as I get older, I find myself <laughs> uh, backing off on yeah. uh, firepower. Uh, yeah. I was dove hunting yesterday, as a matter of fact, uh, down in a field in Tennessee, and I shoot a 28 gauge in the dove field. And I, I like I like the challenge of the smaller gauge, but I also like the uh, less impact of the smaller <laughs> gauge. And I found that if I'll just be patient and uh, don't take quite as long a shot, which, by the way, you know, that single pellet in number eight at 40 yards has the same energy out of a 28-gauge that it does out of a 12-gauge. You just don't have as many pellets. Yeah. Uh, so you yeah. have to be a little more precise, a little, <laughs> you know, be on target. You don't have that 
wider periphery of pattern that you do with a with a bigger. Jim game. and I need that Wade, though. We need that. <laughs> but, <laughs> well, fact, I need I, it sometimes too. <laughs> yeah, it, it's, it's funny uh, that you bring up Winchesters. We're having Brad Kreiner, yeah, uh, from Winchester, um, here on the show just a little bit later, talking about their new shot, Blindside. This is some awesome stuff. I shot a little Blindside last year. You know, Did I've, you? I've had a good relationship with Winchester for a long time, and. Uh, and they sent me some some test product, and uh, I I patterned it, put it on a board, and then I hunted with it some last year. I had very good results with it. I, you know, it's a very uniformly patterned shot. Uh, you get a few more shots uh, in a in a load in a shell, and uh, I'm going to shoot blindside this year on big duck. Yeah, no. Um, coming up here after this break, Wade, as we told you, um, just a little bit ago before we went on the air, we're actually going to have Kelly Haydell on with Haydell's Game Calls. And, you know, they're just one of like a handful of call manufacturers out there that specifically make a teal call. You know, a lot of manufacturers out there don't do this. You know, I actually use their their teal call. Really? They make a blue wing teal call. And it's, uh, it's a little high-pitched call. It's, you know, a, a teal makes a, a mallard-type call, but it's higher-pitched and faster. Yeah. And uh, that, that little Haydell blue wing teal call is a real good rendition of that. By the way, I grew up. Uh, I had a tip on this on the DUTV show this year called Laughing in Teal. Really? You know, you can, uh, I heard this down at Real Foot Lake years ago, and I thought so, I thought it was a joke until the teal turned and went to it. <laughs> but the guys down there will actually, they'll go, <laughs> and I'm telling you, it sounds crazy, but it, it works. works. Those birds, you know, there's something about that, that natural human voice that, uh, that attracts them, and uh, they laugh in teal, and uh, it's no laughing matter when they come zipping over the decoys. Well, you know, I'm going to take my wife because that's how she laughs. <laughs> She'd be great. She's got that cackle, Wade. Now, Wade, if we want to find out more about you, possibly find some of your articles, perhaps buy one of your books, where can we find you online? Because, honestly, this is going to be tremendously beneficial to all of us uh, during this hunting season. WadeBorneOutdoors.com. All one word, W-A-D-E-B-O-U-R-N-E, outdoors.com. Yeah, that's simple. Well, this is The Revolution. It's brought to you by Ram Trucks at RamTrucks.com plus Ruger. You can find them at Ruger.com and Otis Technology. That's OtisTech.com. You know, coming up after this real quick break, we're going to tell you who's going to be on. It's actually going to be Kelly Haydell with Haydell's Game Calls. Now you'll actually be able to put a voice with a company. <laughs> that's we're not television. We can't do that whole face thing. But anyway, Kelly Haydell with Haydell's Game Calls. And, uh, hey, what's up, Kelly, man? Uh, how's it going, brother? Hey, what's happening? And not too much, man. Not too much at all. But, uh, Kelly, we'll get to you here in just a second. But this track we're actually playing out right here is off of Mr. Lee Greenwood's new album, I Want to Be in Your World. And this song is actually <laughs> called Dancing with No Music. That's something Jim does all the time. <laughs> but, uh, Wade, thanks so much for calling in today, bud. Really appreciate it. Hey, guys, my pleasure. Anytime. I, I look forward to seeing you. Maybe we can... Line up a little pheasant hunting out in Kansas this year. Oh, sounds good. We got a lot of them. We love it. I know you do, and I'd like to help you <laughs> control that number. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> You know those talk radio shows that are really funny and super informational? And you just love the hosts? Well, that's not us. We are the revolution. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. There are some things in life that defy explanation. Sleeping out under a few billion stars on a clear western night, for example. Or the thrill of being in the saddle and running with the herd. Words can't do justice to the scope of those experiences. 
such is the case at Ram, where the new 1500 is so loaded with performance and personality that any attempt to describe it falls short. You simply have to climb aboard and take it for a run to fully appreciate what it means to ride on top. Guts, glory, Ram. The newest 390 horsepower Ram 1500 with an available 5.7 liter Hemi V8 that gets up to 20 MPG, plus a five-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty. MPG based on highway EPA estimates. See a dealer for a copy of the powertrain limited warranty. Ram and Hemi are registered trademarks of Chrysler Group, LLC. Make your next meal in the outdoors your most memorable with Camp Chef at CampChef.com. It's the way to cook outdoors. The new Ruger LC9 Centerfire Pistol, a compact, powerful 9mm pistol designed for discreet carry, is also a full-power, no-compromise backup pistol, incorporating the rugged reliability Ruger is known for. Visit Ruger.com slash LC9 to learn more. I want to be in your world, know who you are, listen to everything. You know, Jim, usually, yeah, I would prefer Slipknot, Metallica, <laughs> yeah. Those are groups um, that really fit in well with the show. I do like Jason Aldean a lot. Um, Zach Aldean. Brown Band. Zach Brown Band. But obviously, we're listening to Lee Greenwood. This is a title track. I want to be in your world. And right now, everybody, a couple million people are in our world <laughs> with Lee Greenwood right now. This awesome song. We want to say thank you to Lee Greenwood. Um, he is supplying all of the music. 90% for this week's show. Awesome song. He's surprising all the music except for the stuff he's not. I like how you worded that, my friend. But anyways, right now, uh, this is Revolution, and you can phone us at what, Jim? 785-846-7647. And Jim, who's online right now? Hey, Kelly Hadel called in, and he's with Hadel Game Calls. You know, I have found it to be quite a bugger. Bugger? To call ducks, and unless you're Wade Vaughn with that tremendous laughing call, that was actually pretty cool. You gotta have a good duck call. Well, you gotta have happy his... ducks too to use the laughing call. There's depressing ducks. <laughs> they need to get on Ambien. They're not yeah, getting yeah. good sleep. Yeah, if you are sleep a... deprived, how would you like to have a, a title of being uh, Puddle Ducks? Think about that. Uh, Kelly, welcome to the revolution. Hey guys, how are y'all doing today? Good. Can you good, make a good. call mimicked after my wife called like the angry chicken? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But anyways, I can do an angry chicken if you want to hear one. <laughs> I would love it. Okay. Hang on a second here. <laughs> <laughs> that is perfect. Well, Hato Game Calls has been around about 30 years. And obviously, you make all kinds of... Do you have a lot of wild chickens down there? You know, when you're sitting around making calls all day long, you come up with... Uh, uh, all different types of sounds to do. That's out of just sheer boredom sometimes, you know? <laughs> well, you guys make calls for absolutely everything from a duck, goose, deer, turkey, predator, small game. I mean, you guys make a little bit of everything. Of course, today we're going to concentrate more on the ducks, but um, teal season opening up all over the country right teal now. Teal season. Yeah, <laughs> I'm kind of going through puberty really late in life. <laughs> yeah. But um, uh, it's opening up all You're over the right now. Hairiest 13-year-old ever. I am a very hairy 13-year-old. <laughs> And uh, it's funny, there's a lot of um, game call manufacturers out there, Kelly. However, they're a lot of good. them, yeah, they're not very good, but they <laughs> don't make a call for, like, the blue wing teal. Yeah, you know, uh, each individual species of duck and goose has their own particular language that they have. Yeah. And, uh, you know, being from a background family of musicians, we, we kind of have an ear for listening for those different unique sounds out there. And a blue wing teal and a green wing teal as well, they have a, their own unique sound that they make. And, uh, 
Here's uh, here's what that uh, blue wing sounds like right okay. here. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. They have a totally unique sound. You know, uh, you, you're probably used to hearing that old, that old famous, you know, just classic quack of a duck. Yeah. And a blue wing teal hen, that's the hen that was doing that sound a minute ago. Uh, actually, me, but I was imitating <laughs> the hen. <laughs> he, he molts they, every they summer. Have a, they have a very similar quack series as a, as a mallard. You know, the blue wing hen, is they're smaller ducks. They're a lot smaller, and so their vocal cords are smaller. So yeah. the pitch is going to be higher and, and much more shrill. Now, what plumage are you in right now? <laughs> <laughs> I'm in full plumage. Yeah, he looks like full a wood plumage. duck. <laughs> <laughs> now, real quick, before we get on uh, farther with this interview, if we yeah. want to find out more about your calls, where do we have to head to online? And do you sell online? You can go to haydells.com, and then, of course, uh, you can also find our products at all of your great, uh, you know, chain stores. Big and, box stores. Uh, and independents as well. But, um, you know, it's absolutely no surprise that Jimbo and I suck butt at calling. But I, I can't even use a cell phone. Yeah, he can't even dial a phone properly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um, what's perhaps, you know, a couple tips, you know, you could hand out primarily just to Jimbo and I that could really help us hone our skills for when we're out there in the field. Because, you know, either we call too much, we don't call enough, we don't have the right sound, uh, what's maybe a few things you could just help us out with to perhaps um, become a bit more successful? Okay, great. Well, you know, there's two main different styles of, of duck calls out there. There's a, There are single read duck calls and double read duck calls, yeah. and it's just what it sounds. One has a single read, one has two reads in it. The double read duck calls tend to be much more user-friendly. And we have a product called the DR85 that stands for Double Read Mallard, and a lot of people, when they're blowing a call, they tend to put too much of their own voice into yeah. the call. And that's what you hear over the actual duck sound that you're trying to produce. Mm -hmm. I'm going to demonstrate that real quick. Yeah, okay, please. Uh, when you grunt into a duck call, a lot of guys grunt, and, and you hear that over the call. I mean, that sounds like a duck with a bad cold. <laughs> you need some NyQuil. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So if I just take this call and simply blow some air into the call, I can do different sounds. I can say different words. Like I'll say the word hat just to produce a quack. And just the little bit that my vocal cords vibrate, that's going to cause that duck call to really start getting that ducky sound. So I'm just going to say the word hat into the call like this. <laughs> Wow. And that gives me that perfect little natural mallard quack. My mother-in-law is a quack. <laughs> um, it, you know, it's absolutely amazing. Can you demonstrate those two different styles one more time? Because that was just fascinating hearing that. Sure. Here is uh, the sound that you're going to hear somebody over grunting in a call. Yeah. Hear that. Here's what it's supposed to sound like. Okay. So much cleaner, yeah, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. But, the, the sound, the duck, is built into the call. You've yeah. got to put the air to it to let it get out. You know, I hate to say it, but after hearing you demonstrate the proper way of using a duck call like you just did there, um, it has made me realize that pretty much all my buddies, and this includes myself, I'm not going to um, ostracize them here, but um, 
we're doing it completely wrong. I mean, totally <laughs> wrong. Seriously. And, and, you know, really, probably 90% of all duck hunters out there don't use their call in the proper fashion. A lot of guys blow the calls wrong, but, you know, the most important thing when it comes to calling is it's not so much as important as how you sound yeah. when you call. Yeah. How much you call. A lot of people overcall. Mm. You know, when a, when a plane is in its holding pattern, it's going to circle several times, then it's going to go way out, it's going to line up with the runway and come in. Ducks are very similar to airplanes in that fashion. You're going to want to call at those birds when they kind of get on the, the outer bends of that circle. You know, if those birds aren't doing what you want them to, that's when you want to call at them. You don't want to call at them constantly because that's too confusing. You bet. Hey, we talk with Kelly Hadel with uh, Hadel Game Calls. And remember, the duck goes in before the name goes on. <laughs> that's right. Now, um, once again, to find you guys on the web, Kelly, uh, where do we have to jet to, man? www.haydells.com. That is also, simple. I, yeah. I do have uh, quite a few uh, little clips. This instruction that I'm, I'm talking about on the duck calling, if you type in my name, Kelly, Hey, Dell, mm -hmm. you're going to find some YouTube videos, probably uh, anywhere from 10 to a dozen uh, YouTube videos of me showing how to use the call and blow the call correctly. Oh, man, wow. that's awesome. Yeah, so that we can really buy the call, learn the proper way to do it, and still do it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> that's what we're going to do, Kelly, but uh, this is the revolution. Not, not if you use a Hado call. Well, it always be I, right. Dude, I could screw up a one-man rock fight, okay? <laughs> um, this is the revolution. It's brought to you by Ram Trucks at RamTrucks.com plus Otis Technology. And Hado Game Calls. Sure, but hey, uh, coming up after this real quick word from our sponsors. We're going to touch base real fast with Nick Rose, and he's going to answer a question from... Uh, can't find his name. Anyways, this guy wants to know about HD disease in deer, but um, how's it going, Nick? It's going absolutely fabulous, and I'm super excited to answer another question. <laughs> well, hey, buddy, we'll catch you right after this. All right, we'll see you both. Right on. And Kelly, man, thanks so much for coming on The Revolution. Absolutely. Thanks, guys. You've reached the Fishing Addiction Hotline. For news about Jim and Trav and The Revolution, press 1. For fishing news updates, press 2. And to hear me repeat all of this crap over again, press 3. And have a great day. This is The Revolution. Stay connected. Sign up for our newsletter. Go beyond your favorite Voice America shows. Visit iradioblog.com. If you're an avid outdoorsman searching for a dream retreat or an investor looking to create wealth through land ownership, Wildlife Properties can be your guide to finding Kansas land. Wildlife Properties offers real estate and management services for outdoorsmen and investors alike. Located in north-central Kansas, this area is one of the few places on earth where you can experience a unique combination of world-class hunting and fishing. Fertile crop fields provide enticing income, while breathtaking views and endless sunsets calm your soul. Let Wildlife Properties be your guide to land ownership. Visit us online at MyWildlifeProperties.com. Com. That's MyWildlifeProperty.com. Cabela's is the world's foremost outfitter for hunting, fishing, and outdoor gear. You can outfit all your needs through Cabela's catalogs, online, and their mini stores with the best selection, prices, and quality, all backed by a legendary guarantee. Cabela's, celebrating 50 years as the world's foremost outfitter. Hey, this is Jimmy Houston here to tell you about the incredible fishing in Kansas. With so many lakes, reservoirs, ponds, streams, creeks, You'll find everything. Largemouth bass, crappie, walleye, and my favorite cousin, the old Wally catfish. Learn more about the great fishing in Kansas at www.travelks.com. 
Oh, now I can get down with this. Oh, yeah. Got a great beat, done. Jive little beat. Yeah. Oh, jive little do beat. I sound cool now? Yeah, yeah. Ooh, no. Anyways, yeah, this is uh, Lee Greenwood off his brand new EP, and it's called I Want to Be in Your World. And uh, what's that track with there? Hey, got a little thing for me. And it's uh, number two on the uh, track item. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> try <laughs> Anyways, uh, uh, who's on the phone? <laughs> it's Nick Rose, and he phoned us at 785-846-7647. Um, there's an interesting Do we have mail? Mint in oil. <laughs> <laughs> We've been talking conspiracy theories here, people, and it's kind of strange. Perhaps um, things that you shouldn't do in a sand trap. <laughs> things that Travis has been caught doing in a sand trap. <laughs> Unmentionable things when nature calls. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Anyways, but um, no, Nick Rose is he's from Wildlife Properties. He is on the line right now, and we do have mail. It's time for the Revolution Mailbag. And Nick, how's it going, buddy? It's going absolutely fabulous. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of that, we have a Joe Cambo uh, from Missouri that wrote us. You know, it's kind of strange. We actually have a station in Alaska. And Where I the think program director is Joe Cambo. I wonder if it's him. It might be the same one. No, because he's, he's from Missouri. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Sorry, Joe in Alaska. Anyhow, he says, Dear Nick, I have a hunting lease in western Missouri, and I've heard about deer contracting HD disease. Should I be worried, uh, and what can I do to prevent this on my lease? I thought high definition was only in television. Yeah. <laughs> it is, well, it is not. It spread to deer and, and, and other uh, uh, animals now, too. No. This is HD serious. Disease, HD disease is something very serious. It's, yeah, it is. It's actually called uh, hemorrhagic disease. I think I pronounced that right. Yeah. For, for the true biologists out there, you know, you, you can correct <laughs> me if you want, but it doesn't really they matter. They will. <laughs> <laughs> what it boils down to, anyways, is... Uh, it's a disease that is spread by uh, midges, which are little winged insects that they gather around stagnant water. I mean, much like a mosquito does. Yeah. And they transmit the disease to not only deer, but cattle and other animals that are grazing type animals. They're really the ones who are susceptible to this. It's not humans and, and your pets aren't going to be taken back by this disease. It, it really just affects, again, more specifically deer and other types of animals. But, you know, other such diseases like chronic wasting disease and, yeah. and other diseases that are that are transmitted are transmitted when you have concentrations of animals in one place. Exactly. Uh, you know, and whether it's sharing saliva because they're licking on uh, feeders or salt blocks or they're just concentrating there and they're more accept- susceptible to, like I said, the winged parasites that are running around and getting them, you know, that's how they contract that disease. What can, should this guy be worried about it and what can he do to prevent it on his lease? Really, the only thing you can do to prevent it is to try to limit the amount of areas that you have animals, you know, congregate like that. You know, and and what I always suggest people do instead of you know putting out feeders or anything else is do good habitat work. Yeah, you know, have a good food plot out there, or, or create a, a, an attractive browse area that's on your property versus doing supplemental feeding. That's going to help you in so many different ways than you know than just you know mitigating disease control. But people need to be careful on on what kind of supplements and stuff that they put out because a lot of times everybody thinks, oh man, I'm really helping out the herd, but by doing this, you can actually compromise their immune system. That's right. You know, and it's no different than, you know, what happened to people back yeah. during the dark ages. I mean, you've got concentrations of people and, and disease starts to spread then. And it's because, 
you know, there's there's more uh, people, or in this case, animals, you know, that are defecating in the same area, they're yeah. eating in the same area, they're exchanging saliva. You know, there's just more contact, and and when you have more contact, it's uh, you know, obviously your chances of spreading disease is raised. It sounds you know, like Kansas City. That was, I think that was. Oh, well, we don't have a station there, so we can say that. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Let's we'll trash on them all you want. To. <laughs> I wish Jim could get midges. <laughs> now, Nick, um, real quick, if we want to find out more about this and probably pick your brain, because I think this is kind of really interesting. This gets passed over a lot. Um, where can we find you online? You can find us on the web at mywildlifeproperty.com, www.mywildlifeproperty.com. We have a Facebook page, too. It's Facebook forward slash mywildlifeproperty. You can get information about this, because we do talk so much, and there's so much information out there today about how to attract deer and, and other wildlife to your, to your land. And you've just got to think of the big picture, too. And yeah. It's not always so easy just bringing them all to your land. Yeah, no. But, uh, yeah, check out this and, and other information on our website. We've got a newsletter you can subscribe to. And you can look at a really cool properties, like a like a new one that we just got listed over in, yeah, in Jewel County. It's Jewel County. 190-acre property. Exactly. Wow, Jewel County is, is a pre-mill for, uh, for deer. It's one of those properties that we call a slam dunk, uh, you know, in, in the real estate industry because it got it has so much of everything that, that yeah. somebody could want, whether you know whether they're a hunter or they're an investor or they're a farmer. Uh, the property is located just a couple of minutes north of Wakanda Lake, also known as Glen Elder Reservoir in Kansas, yeah. which is one of the best uh, waterfowl hunting spots in the country, in my opinion, and also a great fishing lake. Uh, but the property is so big, and it's very rare that you find properties, especially in Kansas, that come in this large of a track. Yeah. You know, most of the time, they're small properties. Uh, this one is just one of those things that, you know, anybody that's wanting to start out and get a great, you know, big chunk of property, this is a great one to do it on. Yeah, it looks like it also has a, a, a pond on or well, small lake. Unless you're taking a whole bunch of different pictures at different angles, <laughs> it looks like it has like five different ponds. It has. It actually has five ponds I on it. Told yeah. you, <laughs> it's amazing. And you're right; there are five different photographs. <laughs> I thought right. he was doing no. different angles. Yeah, but no, that is. It's, it's, it's got five ponds on it. It's got a good mix of crop. It's got a good mix of pasture. The pasture land is, in, in my opinion, one of the coolest things about the property, and, yeah. and it's usually not something I get excited about but the uh the owners they've had this they've had this property in their family for hundreds of years i mean since since the area was settled and since that time uh the old gal that, that owned the property was telling me you know just a really neat lady had a lot of cool history on the property and she told me that uh you know her great-grandfather always told her you know not to overgraze the land and so she never she never allowed more than 50 head of cattle on the property at a time, <laughs> and it's like a 500 acres. Yeah, did her great-grandfather, is this story really true that he traded it for like five blankets and some beads? <laughs> Probably so. You know, I don't know. It, it certainly does date back to that time period. It, it, there's a lot of cool history in that area, so. Yeah. And then uh, Fulton's Folly up in Alaska. Like... Seward's Folly. That's why the town of Seward is named after it. Man, I took history. I'm not talking to you now. <laughs> Jim's like, I'm going there today. I I'm know everything fauché. about that state. I'm fauché. <laughs> Anyways, now this is a really awesome property. Um, if you want to find out more information, once again, about this property or, you know, giving Jim midges, uh, <laughs> where can we head to online, Nick? Go to mywildlifeproperty.com uh, or Facebook forward slash mywildlifeproperty and you can get everything you need right there. Man. Yeah, yeah, did you say midges or midgets? <laughs> midges. Oh, I see. I'm short. Thank you for that, Jim. <laughs> Thanks for pointing that out, buddy. I, I just saying. Nick, toss out your uh, uh, phone number real quick. Yeah, it's 785 
888-282-6145. Give me a call. I'll talk to you about the Bull School Ranch, which is what we were just talking about, or I can answer your questions about uh, midges or any other disease <laughs> you might want to know about. Or the midget throwing contest at Pooches. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Well, hey, That's right. This is the Revolution is brought to you by Ram Trucks. You are just cruel today, Jim. I know it. Hurting us uh, short people's feelings. Ram Trucks at RamTrucks.com plus Otis Technologies. Otis Tech. Dot com and Ruger at Ruger.com. But coming up right after the break, going to be old Lee Greenwood. Love this guy. Wonderful man. Yeah. Got good facial hair. Isn't that right, Nick? That's right. That's right. <laughs> comparable, comparable only to me. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Hey, see you next week on The Revolution, buddy. All right. We'll see you, folks. That's how I Jim and Trav, they're just your two average Steves that dig the outdoors. So hit them up at forward slash underscore OTN because their friendship is a magical blast. Yeah, it's so midnight sparkle dust. The future of online TV is here. View exclusive content from your favorite talk radio hosts and new programs that you can't see anywhere else. Visit voiceamerica.tv today. Hunter's life has many stages. The further along you go, the more you want to share it with others because we still marvel at it. How many times does it happen as it's planned? Almost never. Never. And it's the people that can think on their feet and react to the circumstances in front of them that are the most successful. Take those big deer. Exactly right. Make versus country your country. Don't miss the best hunters and biggest bucks. Fridays at 8 Eastern. Only on Versus. Hey, if you make great barbecue or love to eat great barbecue, then you've got to head out to Atwood, Kansas, September 23rd and 24th, when over 40 teams compete in the 7th Annual Smoking on the Beaver Cook-Off. Come on out and be one of the contestants and see if your barbecue will make you the grand champion. There'll be an antique tractor show, a chainsaw sculptor, and in the evening, a band called Vehicle will play. For a good competition, barbecue, and a whole lot of fun, head out to 7th Annual Smoking on the Beaver Barbecue Cook-Off, September 23rd and 24th. For more information, call Gary at 785-626-3344. If tomorrow all the things were gone, I'd work for all my life, and I had to start again. Hey, our next guest, Trav, needs absolutely no introduction. When you hear that music, you know exactly who it is. He's had 35 number one hits, 35 more than us. And I have mispronounced probably his most notable song ever at least 35 times (laughs) in the last five minutes. Why? During this last ad break, I said it like four times to him, and he corrected me five times. Yeah, now five times. Anyways, I can't believe he actually called us. Yeah. That's really my He's own, really slumming. My own mom won't even call me, but Mr. Lee, uh, welcome to the revolution, buddy. Hey, thank you very much. Yeah, you know, I was actually reading this morning. I had no idea that old Mel Tillis, he's a great friend, been on the show a ton of times. Um, actually, his bass player discovered you. Yeah, we became friends out in Nevada. Yeah. I was actually working at a club in, in Reno area. And uh, Mel Tillis was playing in the main room, and I was playing a round show. And he was—he had been uh, with Ray Price before Mel Tillis. Yeah. And Larry McFadden. And he wanted to uh, actually get off the road and be a manager of an act. And it was two worlds collided. You know, I, <laughs> I needed a manager, and I needed to find out direction for my life. Yeah. We just kind of found each other. And so uh, the door was open, and I, and I walked through it. Well, i got to tell you, uh, one of the songs that's beloved by the whole nation is... Your song, God Bless the USA. God Bless the USA. You know, I'm, I'm really proud that I wrote it. Um, but after our first four albums, and all were hit albums and lots of hit songs, I mean, there were dozens of them. And then I said, you know, I, I just have to write this. I, I'm compelled to write God Bless the USA. 
And um, and so I did. And, and my producer and I talked about it, Jerry Crutchfield, who at the time was a gospel uh, producer as well. He had Dove Awards. And uh, so I said, I, you know, I have to, I have to do this. And, and Jerry said, well, could kill your career. He said, because it's a patriotic thing. And you're, yep. I mean, you heard, you, I don't know if you remember what happened to Terry Gibbs, yeah. uh, the blind artist from Atlanta. You know, her second record after Who's Somebody's Knocking was, uh, was a jazz tune and it was Goodbye. Yeah. And so I said, well, I believe in this. I think I'm going to do this with my heart. And I mean, we did have enough hits behind us to actually say this isn't a fluke. And, uh, and and actually, the guy that made the choice for the single release was Irving Azoff, the president of Universal. Really? Wow. Wow. Didn't know that. You well, know, th- there's only a couple things in my life that actually, like, gives me chills, you know? Mm-hmm. One of them's good, and that's God Bless the USA, and the other one is looking at Lady Gaga. You know? <laughs> you kind of get that little bit of a tingly. But, you know, I- I'm serious. You know, it is most recognizable song, and, and we don't mean to hark back to that song, because we're going to talk about your new album that's come out already, I Want to Be in Your World. But um, it really is the most recognizable song, and I, I think it's absolutely just tremendous how you could write a song that is so fitting and timeless for all of America. Well, my whole point was to unify America when I wrote it. Yeah. Uh, and it was played with the, with the National Guard in Tennessee as I was doing USO tours before it got political. Uh, and I tried to keep it out of politics because I was asked to do both conventions in those days. I am a conservative Christian. I'm proud of that. Yeah. Uh, however... It was not aimed at being a political song. Yeah. Uh, but after Ronald Reagan adapted it, uh, adopted it, excuse me, and put it in, and, and his, uh, his campaign manager called me and said, we would like to make a life story of Reagan and we wanted to use your song. Uh, well, Reagan was my president. I said, okay, fine. But, um, but it, it was aimed at all Americans. And here, 10 years after this nine, nine, at the 9-11 attacks on America, here we are trying to decide... Are we better off or not? I I know we are because we haven't been hit again. Yeah. That's first. The second, yeah. all, all those people that have paid the price to keep terrorism off our shores, the military, the CIA, the FBI, and untold people behind the scenes who are working to that end. Yep. Congratulations. You know, congratulations, America. Now, my book, Does God Still Bless the USA, comes out in October. Um, it asks the question. I'm not going to answer the question, but I am in, I'm posing all the sides of it. The first chapter called I'm Not Over 9-11 Yet. Uh, really, it's like a, an uneasiness, you know, about it, uh, um, an optimistic point of view, but an uneasiness about America's future. Yeah. And uh, and I want to be unified. I still believe in America. I still believe in being a patriot. I'm naive in the fact that we still are a, a sovereign nation. We don't have to be a citizen of the world. We still are Americans. And uh, holy cow, your new album called I Want to Be in Your World. Uh, boy, tell us about that. And how? what was the inspiration for that? Well, I've worked about a year and a half on this CP. Uh, it kind of—I I wrote three songs on it, and all three were in three different decades. Uh, the title song, "I Want to Be in Your World," I wrote this year. There's uh, three or four songs on it that I did not write. One of which was written by Michael Donalds and, and Kenny Loggins, which is a, a great song called uh, "You Can Let Go Now." Michael comes in and plays the piano for me, and oh, I wow. sing, and I'm, I'm trying not to be a chameleon because I'm such a fan of Michael McDonald, <laughs> and, uh, but, but it came out really well, and uh, so I, I had enough of Lee Greenwood in it, I think, that works. Um, Lee, if we want to find out more about you and pick up this album, uh, where can we do that at? Well, I Want to Be on Your World is everywhere you would find it, CD Universe, Amazon.com. I'm looking at iTunes right now. It is on iTunes as well comes out on tape publishing but if you're confused about all that just go to my website leeGreenwood.com. okay if you'd like to go to tape publishing that's t-a-t-e yeah. publishing in oklahoma 
and you pre-order the book, yeah. you can actually download the version, the new version of God Bless USA, which is a download in the book. Holy yeah. cow. Once again, go to LeeGreenwood.com. And this is The Revolution. is brought to you by Ram Trucks at RamTrucks.com and NRA Blog. That's NRABlog.com plus Versus, the Versus.com and Cabela's. The world's foremost outfitter at Cabela's.com. But you know what? Coming up after this break, we're actually going to hear from Brad Kreiner, and he is with Winchester. And he's going to tell us about the new shot called Blindside. Takes them little duckies by surprise. <laughs> but anyways, once again, Brad Kreiner from Winchester coming up after this. And Haley, man, thanks so much for phoning the revolution. And uh, unlike everyone else, you truly are welcome back anytime. Hey, God bless us, unify. God Listening to the revolution with Jim and Trav. Stay right there. We'll be right back. Your internet flagship station for sports. Sports. The LC9 Center Fire Pistol, a compact, powerful 9mm pistol, perfect for personal protection. The full featured 7 round LC9 has a 3 dot sight system, checkered grip, and smooth edges for easy holstering. Ideal for discreet carry, the LC9 is also a full power, no compromise backup pistol, incorporating the rugged reliability Ruger is known for. Visit Ruger.comslash LC9 or your local firearms retailer to learn more. The Ruger LC9, it's mine. And it's American. You know, Jim, after a long day of shooting things, yes, um, I like to go home, kick back, get a glass of red wine, (laughs) turn on a nice ballad like this, yeah, from Lee Greenwood. And and matter of fact, the title to this is "I Can Let Go Now." Yeah, it is. Yeah, tracks. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're getting so melancholy on me. It's track seven off his brand new album, I Want to Be in Your World. Why are we even on the radio? But uh, great music. We want to say thank you to Lee Greenwood and his crew for uh, letting us play his brand new EP here on the show. Uh, we didn't have to pirate this. Because yeah. <laughs> we usually steal things. No. It goes on our pirate station. Yeah, anyways. Uh, you can call me Captain Morgan. Yeah, you can phone us at 75-846-7647. And uh, who just phoned us, Jim? You're not going to believe this. Brad Kreiner, get this, with Winchester Ammo just called in. And he's got a brand new product called Blindside. That's he right. He's going to fill us in all about that, as Jim just said. But hey, Briner, uh, welcome to Briner. <laughs> I took Blindside and Kreiner. Cool. <laughs> Anyways, welcome to the revolution. Hey, guys. How you doing? Good to be with you. Yeah, yeah. Well, you uh, you guys have developed a, a really neat shell, primarily for waterfowl hunting. And uh, tell us how you came about this. This is wicked, man. Tell you what, blindside uh, guys, in my opinion, is going to take waterfowl hunting with steel to the next level. Uh, this product is totally revolutionary from top to bottom. It's just not a shot or a wad or powder. It's a complete system that makes it work. And uh, we've actually spent the last three years perfecting the whole system to make it all come together. You know, I'm glad you brought that up because there's a lot of manufacturers out there, as you know, and every single year they're always coming out with new shot. 
And they're like, oh, you got to check this out. It's totally new. But you know what? It's the same old wad. It's the same old crap. It's just packaged differently. But you guys with Blindside are completely revolutionizing the market here. And you guys took a totally different approach. You said, you know what? Let's scrap everything we know. Let's start from the bottom and work our way up. And um, this is awesome. You know, we we, we really did. Uh, back, you know, lead was banned back in the 80s when it was implemented in the 90s. And, yeah. and one of the big downfalls to that, that when the government uh, made it illegal to shoot lead up for waterfowl anymore, it kind of took all of the ammunition manufacturers by surprise. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they basically just took their standard lead load and replaced the lead pellets with steel pellets. Yeah. And it was, you know, they were trying to satisfy that market and keep guys hunting. But at the end of the day, they, they didn't have the forethought to develop a load with the same on target performance. The steel. It's much harder than lead, so it's not malleable. You don't have the upset or the knockdown energy. You don't have the downrange energy. You had to really jack up the velocity on it. And because it's harder, a lot of times you get passed through on the shot. Yeah. So that's where you get the birds that gimp off. You know, you have to retrieve them or you can't find them so you don't get good, clean kills. And that's kind of plagued the industry for years. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I we're big waterfowl hunters out here in, in Kansas. Matter of fact, we kind of travel all over the country to do it. But uh, I've noticed from time to time, uh, I was up on the Lower Brule Indian Reservation in South Dakota, and we were hunting geese, and it seemed like the steel shot would just kind of bouncing off their chest. But I could see with this new hex head yeah. shot that you have, I mean, you ought to get great penetration with that. Oh, absolutely. And it's not just the penetration, but it's actual uh, temporary wound channeling. Yes. Know, I'm sure you guys have seen on TV with where you were shooting rifle bullets or slugs and they shoot into the ballistic gelatin and you get the great big upset. Uh-huh. We've done the same thing with our new hex shot that's in blindside and compared that to the standard round steel. And you see so much more upset and larger wound channels. So when you hit that bird, not only are you not over penetrating, but you're creating much larger wound channels. You're getting much more energy deposited inside that bird, and it's leading to uh, more knockdown and a lot cleaner kills. You know, that's very comparable to archery hunting. Let's say using a, a field tip versus a broadhead here. You know, you could go out and shoot a deer with a field tip. It ain't going to do much unless you hit it directly in the heart. But, I mean, it's going to take three months for the animal to expire. <laughs> but exactly um, right. that wound channel is what you're truly aspiring to achieve here, and obviously – with Blindside, you guys have done that. But I think another element or key feature of this is your diamond cut wad. Now, th- this is totally different, man. <laughs> I'll tell you what, and that took a long time to develop. Oh, I uh, bet. Non-round shot has been on the market for years. Uh, a lot of manufacturers, Winchester included, came out with spreader loads years ago. Uh-huh. And uh, it's a common known fact, nothing flies as true and straight as perfectly round shot. Mm-hmm. So when you come up with a non-round shot, i.e. hex shot, or there's other non-round shots on the market, the, the, the pellets tend to bounce off of each other. You get flyers, you get big holes in your patterns. Mm-hmm. And again, we wanted to develop the hex shot for that increased lethality, but then we took it a step farther than others have, and we figured out a way to get it to fly down range and get that good pattern density, get nice even patterns, and and a nice kill zone so that, you know, you can put those pellets on target and make it happen. And that's exactly what the the uh, diamond cut wad does. That in conjunction with the hex head shot, I mean, it looks as though when they're packed in there, I mean, they are packed in there super tight. Can you actually get more shot in the shell? You actually can. Uh, and it's for the very reason you said, because you've got flat sides on that shot, you don't have near as much airspace in between 
the pellets, you know, if you can oh, picture okay. how they stack in there. Yeah. So these things actually stack up like building blocks, which leads to uh, when you compare like, a, you know, the most popular three-inch, ounce-and-a-quarter steel load, you can, you can get about 156 pellets. Blindside, you're going to get 172 pellets. So that's 10% more shot in the same space. Yeah. So Jeez. say out at uh, 40 yards, uh, what kind of uh, pattern could we expect? How many could actually be, on, be in the kill zone? Well, it, and you bring up another good uh, selling feature of the diamond cut wad. That is completely up to you. And what I mean by that, the diamond cut wad responds very well to choke tubes. Ah, uh-huh. okay. So if, if you if you're one of these guys that likes a big open pattern, you can put in an improved cylinder or a light mod, and you can open that pattern up and maybe take your kill zone from a standard 30 inch at 40 yards, take it out to a 40 inch kill zone. That's going to greatly improve your aim error, mm-hmm. and you can do that with the hex shot because again, like we talked earlier, because it's so much more lethal than the standard round steel. You don't need as many pellets on that bird to have the same amount of lethality. So, huh. you, And plus, with the 10% extra pellets, you can open that pattern up, still maintain the same pellet count, but have more lethality in each pellet. So huh. you're really getting the best of both worlds. Yeah. Now, Brad, um, unless you have ducks like mine that just completely loathe water, <laughs> um, you're going to be around a lot. And this can truly, though, wreak havoc on your shells. And so uh, you guys there at Winchester have actually implemented a new system, and it's called your Drylock Super Steel System. And uh, so um, kind of fill us in real quick, Brad, on how this is going to um, protect our ammunition when we're out there hunting. Yes, and, and we're actually, to tout our own horn a little bit, we're the only ones that have a true dry lock, uh, really? dry lock system. Yes, we've actually got a patent on it. And basically, it's several different components. Number one, all of our shot is uh, plated, you know, for corrosion resistance. Yeah. But then, and especially in the blind side, we use a reversible hinge powder cup that actually has the uh, dry lock system incorporated into it. And it's basically like little skirts on that base wad. Hmm. And what that does is that seals out all the water and moisture above the powder. Wow. You add to that a lacquered primer, so we're lacquering our primer on the bottom side to seal out all that water and moisture from below. And what that's going to do is whether that shell falls in the bottom of the boat and gets wet, you're in waders, or you know, you've got your coat on the outside of your waders and your shells get wet, yeah. you're keeping your powder dry. And that is so important to have consistent pressures and velocities. Uh, a lot of guys think, boy, if I get my powder wet, I pull the trigger, it's going to be a click. Yeah. And sometimes that's exactly what you get. But more often than not, you just get a lower pressure. In other words, you don't get as good a powder burn because you've introduced that moisture and your powder doesn't burn as efficiently. So instead of getting a 1,400 feet per second load, you may only have 1,280 feet per second. Oh, wow. Well, yeah. in the heat of the moment, when that bird's coming through, you may or may not notice that. Yeah. And that's going to greatly affect your point of aim. Mm. So you may miss a bird and think, ah, I was just off. But it could have been because your powder got a little damp because you didn't have the dry lock system. You bet. Hey, now, uh, are you just building it for 12-gauge, uh, or can you get it in 20-gauge as well? Uh, in 2011, this year, we launched uh, four loads. It, we, we offered in a 12-gauge, three and three-and-a-half inch in shot sizes, two and BB. Oh, wow. So Perfect those are the a... most popular. It covered our duck and our goose hunters. Oh, yeah. And in 2012, of course, we'll be expanding that line to, uh, you know, your 12-gauge, 2 and 3 quarter, 20-gauge. We're bringing in some new shot sizes and such. So mm. we'll be expanding that. It will be a full line. Now, Brad, um, obviously, waterfowl season's coming up. It's not too far off. And let's say if uh, some of our listeners stumbled into a Cabela's, mm-hmm. can they be finding it there? <laughs> 
Well, you got to be there when it delivers. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to go fast, isn't it? It's going to go um, real quick. I want to buy it all. And it's a good problem to have. We started shipping in May of this year, and we just simply cannot build enough of it. Uh, really? All of our retailers and, and customers are telling us as soon as we get it in, it's right out the door. Now, so we're building it as fast as we can. It is all all at your major retailers and dealers, but it goes pretty quick. Yeah. Now, um, we have a diamond cut wad, hex steel shot, plus we have a dry lock, um, super steel system. This has got to cost some money. Can you say that again? No, I can't. I'm not even <laughs> going to try. What is this run a box? It's going to retail for twenty to twenty three dollars a That's box. That's it. Three inch. Serious. Yeah, it's priced right on top of our other black box products. So yeah. when you go in and you look at, you know, the high end steel products, you're, again, your your three inch is twenty to twenty three bucks. Your three and a half inch is going to be that twenty two to twenty six dollar range, depending on the retailer. You yeah. guys must hate making money. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what, we love making happy customers. Oh, you bet, you bet. Well, we've been talking with Brad Kreiner and Corey. He is with Winchester Ammo, and they got a brand new shot show out called blindside that's right and to find out more about them just go to www.winchester.com i'll say that once again winchester.com this is the revolution is brought to you by ram trucks you can find them at ramtrucks.com and cabela's world's foremost outfitter at cabela's.com hey brad man thank you so much for coming on the revolution and telling us about this new shot man guys thanks so much for having me and uh, good luck this fall Change your life and start living the revolution today at twitter.com forward slash underscore OTN. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. You like to fish? Want to fish like the pros? Subscribe to the only TV channel dedicated exclusively to fishing programming. 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. That's right. WFN, the World Fishing Network, has nothing but fishing shows. Call your TV provider today to subscribe. And remember, every day is a great day for fishing with WFN. To learn more, visit worldfishingnetwork.com. Hey, we want to give a special thanks to all of our 363 Philly stations around the world, our advertisers, and everyone that makes the show possible. Like Miss Bunny, Bun Joe, Mark Paneri, and our guests like Wade Bourne, Scott Carlson, Kelly Hadel, <laughs> Nick Prost, and get this, Brad Kreiner. You forgot some people, but you know what? I think you did, but, good. Uh, but their segments were memorable. Yeah, so coming up next week on The Revolution. Ram Trucks will tag along as we explore the potential habitat loss by dwindling CRP acres. So we are Jim and Traff. In your local news weather, stay tuned, guys and gals, because it's coming up next. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.